0: Hey everybody, and welcome to Macintosh Mod. Haven't seen what the podcast where we make each other watch movies we should have already seen. I'm Diana,
1: and I'm David.
0: And today it's our year in movies wrap up podcast. This is so much fun. <laughs> I re-listened to ours from last year, and was like, "Aw, that was so fun. Why? What did we do?" <laughs> So we saw a lot of movies this year, both in theater and for the podcast specifically. So we kind of consider our season to be what starts after the Oscars. Because everything we see in the theaters is for fun until we start getting to about September and then it starts being all about watching what's Oscar bait. What's yep. what's our potential word? Because last year we wanted to see every single Best Picture nomination, and we did that, and it was great, and it was so much fun. So when we look at our season for what we covered for the podcast, that started in March. So from March to now, we have covered fifty one movies for the podcast.
1: <sighs> Rocky,
0: rock, Rocky, and Scream really like pushed just over the edge <laughs> like by a lot and then in theaters we saw, from january to december 41 movies at the alamo draft house alone plus at
1: least two others
0: plus two that we know of during oscar season that we had to see somewhere else so that puts us at 43 movies yeah so this whole year we we saw 94 films <laughs> that's a lot it's a lot and By no means how many we wanted to see. We wanted to watch a lot more, but we have children and jobs, and that's still pretty good. So I think this next year we can push it over 100. No problem. Oh, Oh boy. Oh, goodness. So let's start with, here's the rundown of everything we saw, starting with what we saw in February, and these were the non-Oscar films. We started with Black Panther, Game Night, Tomb Raider, Thoroughbreds, Annihilation, Isle of Dogs, Avenger, Infinity Wars. Quiet Place Deadpool 2 Overboard Solo Upgrade Ocean's 8 Tag Incredibles 2 Won't You Be My Neighbor Ant-Man and the Wasp Three Identical Strangers Sorry to Bother You Eighth Grade The Spy Who Dumped Me Black Clansmen Crazy Rich Asians A Simple Favor White Boy Rick A Star Is Born The Old Man and the Gun Halloween Bohemian Rhapsody Fantastic Beasts Crimes of Grindelwald Ralph Breaks the Internet The Favorite Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse Creed 2 Aquaman Mary Poppins Returns Mary Queen of Scots And Vice I'm so tired (laughs) it was a very good year for films it was like and a lot of different types of films like when we look at this list and i you know we're we're about to give our bottom three films the worst movies we saw this year (laughs) it was it was very easy for me to pick it was very easy we know automatically those are those are films i hated
1: i had very few turds on my list for sure
0: and then when we got into what were your favorites that was so hard last year it wasn't that hard no. It really wasn't. This year I was just like there were so many really good films.
1: Well, last year our best Oscar contenders came out after the new year, or at least that's when we saw them.
0: No, but it's really funny to go back to last year and listen to us talk about our year in movies. Yep. And how much we gush over The Shape of Water. Yep. Like we were just like that's the best movie of the year. Best movie of the year. And then when you listen to our Oscar coverage, You just, by a hair, thought it was going to win Best Picture, and I didn't. I was all about Get Out. Yeah. and It's just so funny to see how swayed we got in between those. And not only that, but I would say Call Me By
1: Your Name was actually my favorite movie that year. It just edged out Get Out. That's fair. Only because I felt like it was more of a complete film Mm -hmm. than Get
0: Out. That's fair. But that's just fine. So it'll be interesting to see what happens between now and February when the Oscars air. So, all right, we got to do our bottom three. <laughs> you get to start.
1: I feel like it's going to be somewhat similar.
0: I don't know. What's your first bad film?
1: My number three bad film, mm-hmm. I'm going in descending order. Okay. Was Tag. Okay. Okay. Tag was a mediocre comedy mm-hmm. that was kind of laughable, it was enjoyable ish. Okay. And then, hoo boy, they took a hard right turn into awful land
0: yeah no i i can see how that's a deal breaker for somebody absolutely
1: the fake miscarriage joke
0: yeah was was such a turn off that was that was in poor taste and then they leaned into it which was which made it that much worse
1: and the feeling of the audience cringing at that was
0: palpable enough true
1: that's just such a bad movie (laughs) okay what was your number three
0: my Okay, now I have to rank them, because I just picked what they were. No, oh, you I, gotta rank these? Which one is the least bad of the bad? Yeah. Okay, Isle of Dogs.
1: That almost made my list, but I gave it a little higher up on creativity than my other choices.
0: It's just bad. The story is horrible, from top to bottom. There's nothing redeemable about that film, except for the, the voice performances. See, What's I it? don't agree with that. Was...
1: I, the actual journey that they take, that the characters take yeah. is fine.
0: No, it's horrible. <laughs> it's just bad
1: I went middle of the road on this one Because I agree that it's bad But I thought that the actual story itself And the the, the hero journey was good And the execution of it was just incredibly flawed
0: It's horrible it, it was not enjoyable at all For me in any way
1: My number two is Ready Player One
0: <gasps> Really?
1: Ready Player One I already had issues Because I felt about this book When I read it, Mm -hmm. the same way I felt about The Da Vinci Code. Okay. Which is, wow, this is really a page turner and interesting. And Mm -hmm. then after I'm done reading it, did I read something? What the fuck just happened?
0: See, this is something I think is very consistent. People who read the book did not like that movie. Because I didn't read the book. It's true. And and I was fine with it. I was like, this is enjoyable for me.
1: The book itself is not that great Mm -hmm. and is better than this movie. Yeah. This movie strips away some of the really good things that are in the book, mm-hmm. and then the execution of the virtual world is so shitty. It really does not look good compared to some of the things that we've seen. Their animated CGI world is just mm-hmm. not up to snuff.
0: See, I don't have a problem. With it. I rewatched that movie the other day because it's on HBO. Because yeah. like, all right, let's
1: watch this. It's boring. Hmm. It's stodgy. It's so. It's, it's such the bad side of Spielberg hmm. that's just annoying and cloying, and just the longer I sat with it, the more I just started hating it. Hmm. For me, a movie can be truly awful, and I can find a lot of redemption in it, Yeah, especially when they're trying to push some boundaries and really go outside the box. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, I can respect that more, but when you are a big budget trying to set up some huge wave of nostalgia... And you wind up coming out boring to me. Mm -hmm. I really rank you down. That bothers me more. Mm -hmm. And so it made number two on my worst. Your number two.
0: Annihilation. Mm -hmm. I hated this movie. (laughs) I hated everything about this movie. It's so bad.
1: I actually put this in my, it, it didn't get near my top five at all, but it got in my positive category.
0: This movie's so bad.
1: It's so beautiful. It
0: is. It is a gorgeous film. I will give it that. It's art direction is amazing. I loved all the flower weird things that happen in the film. Like it, it's garbage. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. It, I feel like this the way I feel about Sphere. I want my money back. I feel like you've robbed parts of my life that I can never get back. Oh, and I feel dumber for having seen this.
1: I don't feel that way at Oh, well,
0: it's okay because I do.
1: I I think there are significant gaps in the story that don't get told in that movie, Mm -hmm. and that's the unfortunate part. But all it did was make me want to go find the books Mm -hmm. and really dive deeper into the world that they've created. And I also think that it's not a great effort by Alex Garland, but it does prove the Mm -hmm. hype about how visually amazing he is as a director. I do think it is. It's weird sci-fi, and it's not for everyone. So there are going to be lots of people who hate it and put it on their bottom list just like you.
0: All right. What's your worst film of the year?
1: I feel like we have to agree on this.
0: Okay. It's Fantastic Beasts. (gasps) No. What? Nope. That's not my number one. Okay. Well, Grindelwald was- It's it's uh, not a good movie.
1: By far, it's the worst movie I've seen this year. It's just so terrible. Mm -hmm. It's so stodgy. They ripped out everything good about the the first movie in this series. I
0: find it so funny to me like you complaining about a Harry Potter related film cracks me up so much. <laughs> well, <laughs> because because I had to listen for years about your disdain for Harry Potter. I
1: did. And then I t- I tried to temper it simply by saying I I got over the disdain factor, because a lot of that had to do with people quoting it at me incessantly. And so it was mostly just, I don't care, please stop talking about this. No, I get it. And then eventually I just went, hey look, I'm sure they're great books, I'm sure it's a great series, it's just not my thing. And then eventually I was like, okay, well, I do want to see this last film and it would be fun. So, okay.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're trying to gloss over this. Okay. We had been married for, how long have we been married? We've been together for five years, married for two. And the last movie was coming out. And I made plans to go with my good friend from work and her husband. And I
1: got my bad case of FOMO like I always do. And was just like, do.
0: I want to go because y'all are going out and have fun. And like, it was going to be a couple weeks in advance because the movie hadn't come out yet. But we made a plan. We're like, well, I'm not going to see it until you say, it. Okay, great. And Dave's like, I want to see it. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> now you want to see Harry Potter? Yeah. So I told him the only way he was allowed to come was if he watched every single Harry Potter movie.
1: So I accepted this challenge. So
0: we had a couple already. And he did. He watched every single one. And now he's like, all right, these are pretty good. And that was actually like the start of our more like we need to have these conversations more because this is fun.
1: Yeah, I have massive respect for that story. I I don't know that I'll ever read the books because it's just not the type of thing I would normally read.
0: I think that would be a really interesting way for us to cover the Harry Potter movies here because you've never read the books. So it'd be really interesting to have you read the books for the first time and then watch the movie, and then we can talk about the movie together. I think that would be really fun. Hey, if you guys think that would be fun, please tweet at us or email us and annoy <laughs> the shit out of David. Because I really want to make David read Harry Potter. Because I think, I really truly believe that if you sat down and read them in an effort to appreciate them, you would fall in love with it.
1: Mm, maybe, I, what if I read them to hate them and spite them? And I think the then you
0: would be really, really mad at how good they are. <laughs> I think that's what would happen. Uh-huh. Like, I think you could get through the first two and be like, this is garbage. This is such a stupid kid story. And then I think once you get to number three, you'd be like, fuck, this is, this is interesting.
1: Oh, like Alfonso Cuaron did by being a master filmmaker? No,
0: because that is, that is the adaptation that I hate the most.
1: Uh-huh, but it's the film that's the best.
0: No, it's not the best
1: film. Well, no, David Yates' films are probably better. They are better. But Alfonso Cuaron but is see, a master director.
0: we could go into this so much more if you knew what you were talking about.
1: Yeah, no. No.
0: Please, please go bug. Please go bug, David. Please, please, please.
1: Setting that aside, okay. Grindelwald is its own thing. Yeah, I know. And Fantastic Beasts is its own thing. And I went to the first movie just being like, well, whatever. I enjoy these other Yay. ones. It's a big giant movie, so let's go see it. And I I don't have a whole lot of frame or reference, but uh, maybe yeah. I'll enjoy it. And it did. It was a really good movie. And then they literally took everything good about the rest of those and just yanked it right out of the story. I ruined it. It's garbage. Yep. Well, What was your number one? Because My... I am trepidatious.
0: <laughs> My number one movie that I hated, that is the worst film this year that we saw, was White Boy Rick.
1: Okay, yeah. I remember we talked about this. I qualified that movie because I felt like Matthew McConaughey was giving an actual interesting performance for him.
0: And that I don't fi- like—I don't find anything about him interesting. The story is horrible. It's not redeemable. The performances are garbage. Like even Matthew McConaughey doing good, but he can do that character in his sleep. Like, so I just like that movie was god awful. Great trailer, because that's what got me in there but it's so bad. So no. No. Mm. Okay, so now we're going to do our top 5, but we get an honorable mention. Mhm. Honorable mention. I'll start. And I I'm having a hard time looking at my 5 and being able to to decide which one is my is the best film. But my honorable mention is going to be Vice. And I think I'm saying that and not putting it in my top 5 because it's an amazing film. It's wonderful commentary on this slice of history that is very important and a lot of people a lot of people are going to learn things by going to this by going to this film. But it's also very poppy in a sense. Yeah, I just I I just it's just not good enough to be in my top 5. What does poppy mean? It feels very pop culture. <sighs> Which I know it's a film, and I think it's because of the Adam McKay style. It's just kind of like I just can't put it in the same league as my other films. Okay. Mine is
1: Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Okay. Looking back, I I tried to pick some movies all throughout the year. That yep. was one thing I definitely wanted to try to do. And it worked out well mm-hmm. with my system of looking at these things okay. that it, it kind of spread out. When I looked at these, Spider-Verse was incredible. The animation was so great. All of the different storylines and things were awesome. Mm-hmm. There were just some movies that really pushed even further past their genre or with the actors and the style that I just felt like qualified better. And there were a lot of movies I could have put here. The reason I chose Spider-Verse was how innovative it was in telling its story. And I think it deserves that honorable mention because of the creativity that was put into it. Mm -hmm. As opposed to a lot of the other movies, which were very standard movie fare in terms of how they were made.
0: I mean, the movie's gorgeous. It's the best Mm -hmm. animation we've seen
1: so that's that's why I put it in for honorable mention instead of some of the other movies I, I could have picked. Okay. Number
0: five. Thoroughbreds. Okay. That movie was amazing from beginning to end. It was a very unusual story. Uh, all the performances are great. And I really thought about it for a long time.
1: I didn't as much. Mm-hmm. And the end was very abrupt in some ways for but, me.
0: But still appropriate. My
1: number five it was Eighth Grade. Okay. I adored Mm -hmm. Elsie Fisher performing this role and Bo Burnham's incredibly subtle touch on this film. Yes. He could have bludgeoned us over the head. It could have been
0: so cheesy.
1: As so many directors have done. Mm -hmm. And he refused at every turn to do it.
0: Elsie Fisher got a Golden Globe nomination out of this.
1: And I hope she gets an Oscar nomination. I really do. I think she's earned
0: it. I really hope Bo gets a Best Original Screenplay nomination. I think that's the best hope. I don't think Elsie's going to get an Oscar nom out of this. But if Bo can get an Original Screenplay, I would be overjoyed
1: it's such a perfect touch and such a slice of life. Oh yeah. In the best way. Yes. And not many directors are willing to do that right nope. now. They there's
0: and especially about 8th grade being 14.
1: We've gotten into a lot of high concept filmmaking mm-hmm. recently, which is awesome. I love high yeah. concept and and high art type stuff, but this was a movie that dared to be tiny and small and really resonated with so many people.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So I I couldn't not include it on that list. Yeah. Number
0: four. Black Klansman. Okay. I mean, the performances are amazing. The story is amazing. And again, I really thought about that movie a lot for a while. Black Klansman
1: fell off my list a little bit. Okay. There has been some interesting criticism about it. Mm Mm-hmm. And in thinking about it, while I love the style that Spike Lee brings to it, mm-hmm. the message has some issues.
0: I don't disagree.
1: So in thinking about it and looking at some of the other movies, I eventually wound up saying, while I love what Spike was doing here, and it reminds me a lot of his really early stuff, mm-hmm. I wound up taking it out of my top five. Okay. My number four was A Star is Born, kay. 2018. We talked about this at the time. I can't find a huge flaw in this movie. Yeah. The only thing I would say about this movie that doesn't rank higher for me, Mm -hmm. like I'm not over the moon, is that it's an experience. Mm -hmm. But once it's done, you're satisfied. And I don't feel this urge to rehash it or see it again in a whole lot of ways. Like I would see it again and sit down and watch it, but it's not going to be something I seek out. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think it's one of those, it's beautiful, it's a perfect movie, and that's and it stands as the one-time experience I have.
0: Okay. My number three is Eighth Grade. <laughs> okay. It ranked higher for me in part because, and I, I, this is just personal for me, in listening to Bo Burham talk all about this in his career, he talked a little bit about his panic attacks, and that actually helped me figure out that, oh, that's how I, like, when this thing is happening to me that I think is X, it's actually a panic attack and that's how it's manifesting. Yeah. And actually since then I've been able to actually like sidestep some things and like kind of dissipate them and actually cope with them in a much more effective way. So that's been amazing. <laughs> so I will always attribute that to this movie. Well, so, uh, so aside from the movie being amazing, it also has had a huge impact on my life personally.
1: My number three is Halloween 2018.
0: Really? I'm so surprised.
1: I don't have a complaint about this movie. Okay. When I think back on it, Mm -hmm. I have zero issues. Okay. It was perfectly timed. It was perfectly executed. And my God, that score. I keep going back to those songs because it's so good. Mm -hmm. Like all I ever want to do is watch bootleg copies of the intro of that movie Mm -hmm. with the guy making the documentary, yelling at Mike Myers and the hard cut to the opening credits. Yep. We were in a room in the morning and I think everybody was tired. And that's the only reason the entire room didn't just burst out in applause at that opening sequence, Mm -hmm. because there was electricity in the room at that moment. Yep. It's so good.
0: It is really amazing. And I couldn't exclude it. Mm-hmm.
1: It was just perfectly done. Mm-hmm. Wow. Number two.
0: Number two for me is the favorite. Okay. I went into it being like, "Okay, this is going to be weird. Uh-huh. Whatever. And it was weird. But it was so
1: good. Weird in the best way.
0: Every performance was captivating. And interesting, and nuanced, and lit. like, I just, like, I was, I just wanted to eat it. It was so
1: good. I cannot wait for us to watch Kubrick, because okay. it's gonna be so like
0: that. Spoiler alert, we're gonna do a lot of that next year. Um, <laughs> but it was just, oh, it was, it was a delicious film.
1: It is a delicious like, film.
0: I And it was a little on the long side, but I didn't feel long. It was just so good. Yeah, no, that's. It's a great film, and I look forward to all of the nominations that it should get. That
1: length Mm -hmm. wound up just edging it out of my list. Oh, okay. I did not wind up including it. Mm. I I think the reason I didn't rate it higher was that length, Mm -hmm. and I love it. Mm -hmm. I think it's amazing, but there were just these other movies that I needed to include. Okay. Because my number two was Won't You Be My Neighbor.
0: Really? I am surprised.
1: Here's the thing. It's not just a tearjerker and an emotional roller coaster. Mm -hmm. It is. By God, you're going to cry.
0: Yes, there's no way you don't cry at that film. If you don't, you don't actually have a heart. I'm sorry, you just don't.
1: But what I think resonated so clearly with me was we've all heard about Fred Rogers' impact.
0: Yes. And we've all heard
1: the side stories. We've
0: heard it or we've felt it.
1: But we engaged on an even more personal level Mm -hmm. in this film. We understand who Daniel Striped Tiger is, Mm -hmm. who X the Owl is, that all of these characters are components of him. And my own personal connection to Mr. Rogers just dove so deep, it really, really engaged me on a deep level and a profound level that I think is still humming around in there somewhere. It's a documentary I want to watch again to absorb the lessons again and again Hmm. that are told this time not in the way that Fred Rogers would engage a child, but in a way that engages an adult on on that level in some ways. Hmm. It's just so deep and profound in what it's doing and what it's trying to say. Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't take it off this list. Okay,
0: All right. Number one. A star is born <laughs> <laughs> I go back to it and I just go, how did I feel when I left when I when I left that movie And I was just like that's the best movie of this year It's the best story it's beautiful uh, the performances are beautiful I mean and for a movie that's a remake of a remake of a remake it, it doesn't feel old <sighs> Bradley Cooper. it's a beautiful movie and I genuinely believe that's gonna be the best picture of the year like if if they lose everything else, it's gonna be the best picture.
1: Yeah, I would. I would imagine so. Yeah. I think there's one movie that could give it a run for its money. Okay. My number one is Vice.
0: Okay, I get it. I do.
1: I was viscerally engaged with this movie. As, I was as was I. I was laughing. Mm-hmm. I was cringing. Mm-hmm. I was angry. <laughs> I was crying at moments. I mean, the jokes he pulls at certain moments mm-hmm. are always tinged with sadness. Yeah. I I won't spoil anything with it because it's just come out. But I mean, this is something we lived through. This is something we understood on a gut level mm-hmm. as a country. Yep. And they point that out throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. But to see it laid as plainly as they could make it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because they don't have a lot of information to go on. Yeah. And to have it laid out in front of us, the naked truth of how power was manipulated to understand how much bigger it is than just this surface level circus that we're watching Mm -hmm. and how they're able to use that to their advantage. Mm -hmm. It's so incredibly powerful. I know people are going to disregard it immediately because they're conservative and that's just a fact. Yep. But I think the important part of this movie is that it pulls no punches on both sides of the aisle and that if you engage on a level of well this one party's bad it's like no you need to see this and understand that right now we're dealing with an entire system that's bad
0: yeah and and for everything that pushed through there are people on both sides who pushed it through exactly when it comes to this dude's policies and like we are still dealing with th- the consequences of this mhm which is why and and okay this guy hasn't been in office for 10 years yeah so when people are freaking out about our current administration, like, okay, the, the con- we're going to be dealing with this for generations. It's the same shit. Like, that's, that's why, like, our memory is short. Yeah. But the consequences go on for a while.
1: It's, on top of that, a brilliantly executed film, yep. acerbic. But what I think is so amazing about this ahead of The Big Short is The Big Short often played to the laughs. This movie has yes. laughs mm-hmm. that also cut you like a knife. Yep. Because the second you get done laughing at it, you're like, wait, oh, shit.
0: Like, this is really uncomfortable. Oh, fuck. We know what's coming. Yeah.
1: And it's meant to be oh, in absolutely. the perfect way.
0: Oh, it's great. It's It tells a very pointed story. It'll be interesting because I haven't seen anything from the Cheney family's response to it.
1: They'll say nothing.
0: No, they will eventually. They're not the royal family. They'll, someone will say something. <laughs> someone will say something.
1: I just, I think it's... The perfect type of agit prop and the most thoughtful type of agit prop that we can use. Right I do now. feel it's
0: very thoughtful. The performances are great. I mean, Christian Bale's getting nominated for that shit. Makeup's getting nominated for this shit.
1: And Sam Rockwell could easily back to back with this role. He's so good. He
0: he could pull a vaults. Uh, he is creepy in how perfectly he embodies W. Like Josh Brolin did pretty good, pretty okay. In the Josh film Brolin w. did an
1: impersonation.
0: Yes. This Sam Rockwell, like they made him up very well. Yes, like he's wearing he's wearing a, a nose and a dental prosthetics, but it's just like, fuck. Like have like we're from Texas. We've grown up seeing footage of George W. Bush before he was president. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh my god, that's the dude. Oh dude. Oh nah. Yeah. It's 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 almost creepy. Yeah. It's great. I yeah so we're gonna get there's gonna be a lot of nominations that come out of this film i think this is our best original screenplay it might be adapted i don't know if it's based on any like official works i'm not sure Uh, but i think that's that's where this is the winner and i think it's gonna get best picture
1: yeah and i could see adam mckay winning over bradley cooper I I agree that I don't think it wins Best Picture, but if any movie is going to give A Star Is Born a run for its money, it's this one. I, and
0: I can see that, but it's definitely going to be a Best Picture nominee.
1: And it that. is. It's right now the best movie I've seen all year.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, so that's it for new movies. <laughs> now we're going to talk about all these old old like in you know quotation mark movies that we watched this year. <laughs> Like Saw. It's so old. I know, right? <laughs> God, what was that? 2006. Jeez. <laughs> no, what was that? 2004. 2004. Okay, so I'm going to run down the list of all the movies we watched specifically for the podcast starting in March with when we did our Love is in the Air theme. Oh, that was so long ago. It was. Harold and Maude. Hello, Dolly, in the mood for love, singles, she's all that, can't hardly wait, funny face, Dr. No, from Russia with love, Goldfinger, Thunderball, you only live twice, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, Diamonds Are Forever, The Thin Blue Line, The Imposter, The September issue, Tickled, Apocalypse Now, Hearts of Darkness, Icarus, Love Simon, Josie and the Pussycats, Big Fan, Slapshot, Raging Bull, The Damned United, The Natural, The Cutting Edge, Bloodsport, Bull Durham, Saw, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream 2, Scream 3, Scream 4, Misery, Rocky 1, Rocky 2, Rocky 3, Rocky 4, Rocky 5, Rocky Balboa, Creed, Miracle on 34th Street, Scrooge, Gremlins, Krampus, and Christmas Vacation.
1: There you go. That's
0: a lot of movies.
1: It is a lot of movies.
0: So there will be a visual aid for this on our our blog, on our webpage, where I have charted all of our ratings for these films. And so last year... (laughs) I gave out a lot of twos, <laughs> and I was—I g- tried to give you a lot of shit for that. But this year, David was really generous. He gave out a lot of fours, and I got meaner. Well, let's
1: be clear. I don't know that I got more generous. I think we just watched better quality
0: movies. Most Maybe, of the but time. like, you gave out like eight fours. Give me my fours, okay.
1: And let's see if I still agree with them.
0: Okay. Well, f- okay. We each only gave out one five, and that was to the same movie, and that was Creed, <laughs> which might
1: not be clear but i think we were so high we were on so the rocky happy. stuff that
0: and then you gave out two 4.5 which were which were miracle on 34th street yeah and i'll stand by that tickled
1: stand by that one too
0: i agree with that one
1: both of those are a plus top-notch movies
0: for your fours harold and mod
1: i waffle on that but we'll live with it
0: in the mood for love I'd also waffle on that one, but it is it is a very good movie. Goldfinger got a four. Yes, absolutely. Okay. On Her Majesty's Secret Service.
1: Now that one, in context, mm-hmm. made a lot of sense. The movie is really great despite Lazenby not being that good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, no. I'll, I'll kind of stand
0: by it. I also gave that movie a four and I stand by that fully. Actually, of all the Bond films we watched, that's my favorite one.
1: Oh, Goldfinger's better. By far.
0: Lazenby is my favorite. <laughs> okay. Then you did The Thin Blue Line. You gave a four to?
1: Absolutely. Kay. The movie's amazing.
0: Apocalypse Now, you gave a four two.
1: In my heart, it's a five. But in reality, it's a four.
0: I also gave it a four. Yeah. If you guys want to hear our Apocalypse Now coverage, that's over on our Patreon. $2 a month and up level. You get that stuff. You also gave Hearts of Darkness
1: a four. I really liked that. Documentary. It's a good I, documentary. And I understand why you didn't. Mm-hmm. I just found it really compelling in the moment.
0: Raging Bull, you gave a four. I still think that
1: movie's amazing, and I know you don't like it that much, but ugh, it's so good.
0: I gave it a 2.5. <sighs> like, it's not garbage, but I think it's talked about in a higher light than it deserves.
1: It's so beautiful. Okay, fine, whatever. It's a work of art, man.
0: <laughs> Rocky three. <Yeah.
1: laughs> if I had a do-over, I might go change that. Mm-hmm. But I think why it got so high a rating was just how unexpectedly good that was.
0: Mm-hmm. It was. I was. I. I didn't expect it. I gave it a 3.5. And I feel like that was, I don't know if it was my favorite. I can't pick a favorite. It's like picking a favorite Harry Potter movie.
1: They're all good in their own right. Exactly. Some of them are a little better quality True. than others, but they are all their they're, own they're, interesting They're movies.
0: part of the thing. Yeah. So, so you just can't get rid of them. The
1: whole series is a 5. All in one go.
0: So those are all the highs. Let's see. I didn't give out that many fours. I gave a four to On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Four to Tickled. I gave a four to Apocalypse Now. I gave a four to Misery because I really loved it. And that was it.
1: I mean, Let's talk about them lows.
0: Lows. Um, well, so clearly. We know what the lowest rated one was, and I gave it a zero. Like, I gave it no stars slap Slapshot. And I gave it... One. I thought
1: I gave it half a star.
0: No, you gave it one.
1: Okay. Because there were moments.
0: Mm-hmm. The next lowest rated one was Diamonds Are Forever. I gave it half a star. You gave it one star. That
1: movie is hot garbage. Uh-huh.
0: Woo! Then we have "You Only Live Twice." I gave it one star. You gave it one and a half stars. That's just
1: mm, not good. Mm-hmm. And so much racism. So much racism.
0: Then we have "Funny Face." I gave it one and a half. You gave it one. <laughs> I'm so mad about that movie. More <laughs> like, Elmore more lied to me." That was that
1: was one of the most fun reviews we did, where we were like, what is... What is this
0: garbage? Man.
1: And looking back on it, like, if I... Again, if I watch those scenes out of context, mm-hmm. like, if I watch Audrey Hepburn's dance out of context, yeah. it's
0: awesome. Yeah, it is. It's great. They use it for the gap ad.
1: But in the movie, so bad.
0: She's all that.
1: Yeah, that movie was You did a
0: good. one and a half. I gave it a two.
1: Does not hold up.
0: Singles. I gave it a one and a half. You gave it a two and a half.
1: Singles is very much a if you're interested in the era, watch it. Otherwise, eh, don't bother.
0: Saw you did one and a half. I gave five, two and a half.
1: Yeah, I just,
0: I just really loved the premise so much. Like for me, that was so cool.
1: And I thought the cool premise they had got ruined by how they did it.
0: No, it got ruined. Everything got ruined by Carrie Ellis. Oh, that too! He ruined everything.
1: agree. you're so good. And Why'd our, you do it? Our
0: last super low rating for me was Christmas Vacation. I gave it one and a half. <laughs> I gave it two and a half.
1: Yeah, so, Christmas Vacation. Is yeah, but everything one else and
0: a half. we were pretty in the middle, and we were we were very consistent. Like we were more like our highs and lows kind of followed each other a lot more. Yeah. Like it. Like I think Misery was one of our biggest. Like what Misery and. Raging Bull were our biggest places where we differentiated. Yep. but That kind of tells the story
1: of us (laughs) and what we (laughs) like about movies.
0: Yeah. So that was our year in movies. Yeah. I don't think I need to like change any of my ratings.
1: No. There are some that I sit there and go... I I mean, I'm not going to change any of my ratings. But there are some I sit there and go, "Mm, might I change that now? Maybe. But eh, whatever. Nothing... Nothing that I'm like, oh, I don't know why I gave that that rating. That's dumb.
0: Yeah. I feel good about this. Mm.
1: (laughs) I feel confident. I feel
0: okay. I'm good. I feel like I can do this. this. All right. So as we enter 2019, it is crazy Oscar season, which is like half the reason why we do all of this is we want to see the Oscar movies. We want to be able to predict them. It's wonderful. And the Oscars are airing on February 24th. We'll do our predictions. We'll do the songs like we did last year because that was so much fun. And then we'll do a wrap up afterwards so we can tally who won. I am still, th- I'm the winner from last year. We'll but see we if still I can haven't used going. that veto. I haven't had to use my veto. That was the win that we got, I got to over. Actually, no, I am mm. using it. I am using it during our Oscar coverage. Well, no, no,
1: no, 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 It's not a veto. It's a you have, you can force can, me to watch any movie. I can
0: override your veto.
1: And I cannot object.
0: Correct. Which, I, which I, I am kind of using during our Oscar movies. Wait, what? Yeah, I am kind of using it because you don't want to watch this movie and I'm going to make you anyways. Well, Okay,
1: so what movies, what is our Oscar plans for our classic movies this year?
0: Well, it's not classic, but past winners if you will. That's true. Last year we did previous Best Picture winners. Correct. Because we've seen a lot of the big winners. This year, we're going to do Oscar-winning performances. Uh. So the film may or may not have one Best Picture, but we got at least one Best Actor or Actress performance out of the film. And a couple of them are two first. So our first one is going to be Million Dollar Baby, because I've never seen that movie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then we're also going to do things like Dream girls. What? Yes. Oh no. Yeah, David hates musicals, so let's, I'm kind of using my veto cuz that you do not want to watch that do movie. You hate
1: musicals. You do
0: hate musicals. I but, think, but I think I think it'll be an interesting conversation. Okay. So we're going to do that. So we're going to do a couple. We have we we only have a couple weeks, so we're going to do a few extra on our Patreon to kind of throw in a few more classics. One of the things we want to do this year after the Oscars is is get into a few more classic films from the 50s and a few from the 40s that at least we can get access to because we don't we haven't seen any of those.
1: Not as much as we'd like.
0: No. so we need we need to fill in more of that back catalog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got a few in my back pocket, but not a lot. I have a couple in mind. We really want to like pick one good Oscar year. And watch all the pictures from that year. Mm. All the nominees. Because there's only five, and that's that's easy to do.
1: Malara, well, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's been 2018. It's... I'm not going to say it's been good. I'm not going to say it's been bad. It's just been this year. It's
0: been 2018. <laughs> In terms for of our... movies, it's been great.
1: It's been a great year for movies, I won't lie.
0: And it's been a great year for our podcast. So. Until next time.
1: Bye, everybody.